little more carefree. A little more caring and a little less caring. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Jesus. The only name that frees us. And what does his name mean? You know what Jesus means? Yad He Vav He saves. That's what Yeshua means. It means that God saves in Hebrew. And God, his name is Yad He Vav He. What does that mean? Keter saves. Hakma saves. Bina saves. Hesed saves. Gavura saves. Tiferet saves. Go down the path of lightnings right now. Netza saves. Had saves. Who else saves? Yasad saves. Malkut saves. In each realm of glory of the sapphire stones of Jesus Christ has a corresponding king. A king. That's why he's called in Revelation 19, King of Kings in the Kingdom of Heaven. So we like to say, oh, we're the kings, he's king of... No, you're not. You don't act like it, you don't look like it, you don't walk like it, your bank account sure doesn't act like it. To be a king, you have to be pretty wealthy. We say, oh, well, I'm a, I'm a king because I'm a Christian. No, you're not. That's not true. That's American Christianity. Nobody even believed that in the first century. You're insane. It's like everyone's a king of his own little bean field patch. <laughs> king Look, of the cucumber patch. <laughs> to be a king in the kingdom, you have to be submitted to the kings of the kingdom. And if you're not, if I'm not submitted to Elijah for the last 20 years, like I've demonstrated in Joel's Bar and Red Letter Ministries, there's no Joseph, there's no Yasad, there's no patriarch, there's no uh, Moses and Aaron of Had and Netzah. There's no Gabriel and Michael. There's no kingdom. The kingdom is a kingdom of kings and priests. Okay? Now, we have said that that must be me because I read it in the Bible. Well, I mean, you can read anything. It doesn't mean it's you. We want it to be you. To make the kingdom real, you have to be like you would in a real scenario with a king. And it's not about this brown-nosing a suck up anointing it's about real honor because you are in a real kingdom but because you're so watered down in this American society in this European society we don't have a grid for true royalty we make fun of the royalty of Buckingham Palace and rightly so so do I it's a terrible example and everyone is just a mocker but the kingdom of kings is real it's a real kingdom and it requires the same conduct, behavior, honor amongst kings. Listen, you don't come in a king. Just like a prince. Listen, if a prince is terrible, look at Absalom. Killed, hung by his hair in a tree. Oh, but he's a king. He was a son of David. No, he's not. He's a son of the devil. And he went to hell. Didn't matter if he was the son of David. His conduct, his his actions, his attitude, his emotions, all of that corresponded to if he'd even be in the kingdom of his father David. He could have been, guys. Do you understand that? He could have been. He would have had to obey God the Father's will in heaven through the path of lightnings, through the obedience of the angels and the patriarchs that had come before him. Moses and Aaron had come before them. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob had come before him. Shem and Seth, and Jared, and Enoch, and Adam, 
had come before him, and you could have obeyed and been in the generations and genealogies if you had the proper conduct, attitude, emotions, and every aspect of your life submitted to that realm of kingship. Submitted to that royal realm of kingship. And since you have zero grid for living in an actual real kingdom, the behavior, the attitude, the emotion, the feelings, the thoughts and intentions of our hearts are conditionally, unconditionally, and continuously tested and tried in fire. Continuously corrected. Continuously rebuked. Continuously encouraged. Continuously encouraged continuously cared for like a father cares for a child. Now, whether the child chooses to be of that realm of the father is entirely on the father. Read Luke chapter 15. You had God as the father in the parable. One's a Pharisee. The other one is a rebellious, crack-smoking prostitute buyer, porn addict. Okay? Porn addict. You had one that's a rebel, you had one that's self-righteous. Neither of them, neither of them reflected God the Father at all. Is it God's fault? No! Our response to the Father determines where we are to Him. We just say, oh, well, anything can happen. I can be anything. God loves me. Shabba baba. Oh, I must be right with God. I have gifts of the Spirit. I speak in tongues. That's the sign of circumcision they told me in the Pentecostal church. Listen, man. Catherine Kuhlman said, a lot of you are not praying in the Spirit when you're praying in tongues. Catherine Kuhlman said that. Truth anyhow. Which means just because you have the gifts now in operation, don't justify yourself like a Christian warlock. Don't be a Christian witch of Galatians 3. They're called Christian witches by the apostles in the Bible. Having begun in the Spirit, submitted to the realms of the kings of the kingdom, shall you now get rebellious and stubborn and puffed up like the Corinthians? Paul's pleading with you in Scripture. To not judge yourself, but to stay humble. Let the word be your judge, as it's written. Your words will be your judges, and it's not to be a negative thing. Circumcision is salvation, not just of the phallus. It's not even about that. That's not even required amongst the Gentiles, according to the New Testament. It's the circumcision of the heart that counts. Romans chapter 2, it is written, A true Jew of the kingdom of heaven is one who is circumcised in their hearts, in their spirit, in their minds, in their eyes, in their senses, in their attitude, in their driving on the highway, in their response to sinners. Okay? You can't just be angry. God's, what does the Bible say? Man's anger does not bring about the righteous life that God desires. It is written, man's anger does not produce righteousness. 
You're emotional about something. You have a political emotional cause. Those Biden's deep state Illuminati. Get a life. Get a life. Go Trump and Kennedy 2024, but get a life. You have to understand how reality works, and it won't work if you're in the emotions of the nefesh. You must be circumcised of your feelings, your emotions, your sins, your attitude of heart, your attitude of mind, your feelings towards others, especially your feelings and attitudes towards leaders, to begin to understand clearly how the kingdom works inside the camp. Moses, and don't worry, we're not going under the law of Moses. This is a progressive work of wisdom, so you can just chill out. Understand the wisdom of in the camp or out of the camp. Moses taught the Israelites how to live inside the boundaries of Yadivave. Today, apostles building upon Moses, our apostle, who has an entire world as a king, just like Aaron. Which means if you're not honoring Aaron and Moses and Joseph and Elijah and Enoch and, and Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, just forget about going to heaven. Just forget about These are the 24 elders around his throne. You don't even like anything about God. Go out there and, and practice false Christianity and live whatever kind of life you want. Let the wicked continue being wicked. Let the righteous continue being righteous. Book of Revelation, it is written. But don't come here and pretend like you're actually interested in heaven. Heaven is a place of righteous men made perfect. Hebrews 11. Heaven is a place of men and women who submitted to authority, obeyed God's will with all their spirit, soul, mind, and strength. You know, we have some people like that in the kingdom of heaven, in the camp. We have a lot of people right now that are going in and out of the camp. Those people are in the gravest danger, and I send out warning messages all the time. And this is not a human being's opinion. This is from the rung of Hesed, of Absolute, of Yetzirah, from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, from White Eagle's supernal vision. And if it weren't so, I wouldn't even care. I wouldn't even tell you, eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow you die. But I, because I do care, I always correct, and I always tell you the vision for your life that I've received from my Father. Some of you are deceived and haven't learned Mr. Rogers, how to care for yourself. You have to love yourself. Okay, you can't hate yourself. You can't be frustrated with yourself. That's that's murder. Don't murder yourself. Mr. Rogers, okay, Steve Irwin, and who's the third? Bob Ross. Bob Ross. That's the trinity of wholesomeness. Okay, Bob Ross told you how to love yourself. Yep, that's, that's how it works. Notice you need this, guys. You need this. This isn't going into nursery time. Adult, grown-up soldiers, David and his mighty men, need this. Okay, The soldiers, the combat, the Navy SEALs, the special forces of Joel's army, they need a refresher in this tonight. You need the trinity of wholesomeness. Okay, Bob Ross, he taught you how to what? love yourself. Was it Mr. Rogers? Mr. Neighbor. Rogers taught you how to love others. Yeah. Love your and neighbor. Steve Irwin taught you how to love nature and animals. And the fish. And the fish. It's important. You have to have those three. 
This is foundational New Covenant Christianity of love. Okay, not false love, real love. You know, mm-hmm. people are so paranoid about false love that you just reject love altogether like, and become jerks. I like how uh, he talked about the crocodiles or the alligators, the gator wrestling. I like so how you're you talking about. So if you need impartation of love, go watch some Steve Irwin, go watch some Mister Rogers, and go watch some Bob Ross mm-hmm. because their very words truly carry an impartation from Yahweh, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, Abba, mm-hmm. Father in heaven. How to love yourself, how to love others, and how to love nature correctly. And it's the truth anyhow. And it's from God, and it's from Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We had a sign and wonder, too. It was like, after mentioning it, uh, after I mentioned it on Joel's bar, the other day, one of our sisters in the Red Letter Ministries, uh... Army man, the English. Woo, that was good. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank yes. you more, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. We need a drink tonight for the army of God. And the wine is flowing. Hallelujah. And uh, she was out and about somewhere in, in public, and someone had said Steve Irwin's name out loud. This is like within 24 hours of it being mentioned on broadcast. Well, does anyone remember Brendan's fit from, was that yesterday? Oh yeah, dressed like Steve Irwin yesterday. Went to Home Depot today, and I wore yesterday's clothes. I do that sometimes. And the checkout girl, Somalian woman, she said, you look like that guy from Australia. I said, Steve Irwin. She's like, yeah. I was like, Mm -hmm. thank you very much. So we have like two to three three witness (laughs) prophetic confirmation. (laughs) Kind of like Gilligan's Island. I like how Steve Irwin would speak about the animals. He was never derogatory. Mm. Even with the nastiest gators that he would wrestle, it would be like, oh, you know, he would say funny things about them, but it was always in an endearing way. He never said, oh, disgusting, you know. Yeah. And what's really um, special about that is the alligators or crocodiles, they represent someone who gossips or slanders. Mm. And so... What that tells me about character toward the nefesh is having the right attitude even toward the sinners, like those who slander you, those who speak wrongly about you. Never becoming that animal, never bearing the image of that bird, beast, and reptile. Right, you're not going down levels to bear images other than God. And he wasn't delusional saying, Oh, it's a nice friendly little kitty, you know. It is what it is. But there was a way that he held himself and the way that he spoke even about the animals is very respectful, very wholesome. Amen. Yeah. Glory to God. I listened to Mr. Rogers this morning, too. You know that song? Where he goes, was it the ending song? Yes. It's such a good feeling. And I was like, oh, it does feel good. I put that on this morning when I woke up. Just a great way to wake up. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. That's the intro. But then they had the other theme song. It's such a good feeling. feeling. A wonderful feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some of you need a wonderful feeling. <laughs> it's time to have a different feeling than the feeling that you had 
and have been having. And if you don't recognize those three men as apostles, you're lost. Yeah. They apostle means to enculturate. Apostle means in to enculturate. Those three men enculturated mm-hmm. entire aspects of Abraham, Isaac, and mm-hmm. Jacob through Jesus Christ upon the entire generation. Yeah. I was at what the Moshiach anointing of the millennial generation. Yeah. Praise God. So all of that morality, because there's no one more moral than Jesus, but we have a kind of Christianity down here that doesn't even understand morality. It, the, the perversion is so intense with the witchcraft, and nobody has any excuse before God because there's always a way out, and he's given you the word. And the word always expunges slime. It expunges lust. There is no lust or iniquity or sin that the word of God filled with the blood and water of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Messiah King, cannot expunge and drive out of you. So everyone in the whole world is without excuse. The issue is, do you engage the word? Or are you resistant of the word because you love the demon? As you can see, most still cling to demons. And when the word comes forth as a two-edged sword, they say, no, I will not receive that word. People will literally zone out, go to sleep, put up walls. They'll literally pray. You have people now that are so lost, they will pray in themselves to keep the word of God from entering their hearts. I've seen it a thousand times. Bill Johnson used to just tell people to shut up. Mm-hmm. Just shut up. You can't receive if you're praying. Mm-hmm. Because now you're just relying on your own prayer tongue and no one else can even come into your spirit. When God's trying to come in with mm-hmm. angel help and you're all locked up and no one comes in except me in here. Listen, mm-hmm. man. God can't help you unless you soften your heart as it's written. You'll die in the wilderness because you refuse to receive help. Pride blocks the increase. Pride will block the provision. Pride will block anything God wants to do in your life. Mm -hmm. So listen, where almost 100% of men and women are in Jesus Christ the Lord right now on planet earth is learning how to be under the king, submitted to the king, Elijah. If you don't know Elijah as your king right now on earth, you ain't in the kingdom, buckwheat. You're not. You're playing games out here. You're a doer of your own thing. You're a worker of iniquity. You're full of secret sin. You probably got tobacco. You got alcohol. You got pornography. You got lust. You're, you're doing things purposely to fulfill your life by the other side, eating out of the pig trough. The truth is you're prodigals. I just saw an angel. You're prodigals. You think you're in right standing with God. You're not. You're prodigals. So the issue, when you're dealing with prodigal sons who have no obedience whatsoever in a spoiled, rotten, brat American society where everything's handed to you on a silver platter, you've never known discipline and authority as love has said, like Abraham to Isaac, and it's just a bunch of spoiled, rotten brats that have no grid for what it's like for dirt floors and not have enough money or food in third world nations. And you do need that. That is, there's a reason why Israel puts every single person in their nation into the military. Whether you're male or female, you're going to do a year. 
Gonna do a year. Why? So you're not a total slob. Like half of these American youth. You're not a total, total degenerate, wretched slob who is good for nothing except to be thrown into the garbage heap and destroyed. Mm -hmm. Why? Because everything's about you. You don't even think about others. When the Word of God goes forth, you can't even think about the benefits of helping others, helping the nation. You're only constantly thinking about yourselves. So, Israel, implementing Torah, okay, in the Middle East, the country, says to get these youth to mature, to be healthy adults that can help the nation, each one is required to do one year in the military at age 18 doesn't matter if you go to be a doctor. You can do that afterwards. You can go to college afterwards. You know what? You know how healthy that'd be? Probably not in this American military system because now they got transvestites as generals and all kinds of crazy stuff. And, you know, even back in the old Marine Corps, my dad said there was three boys that died in boot camp. So it's evil. It's murder. So you don't have the healthy balance between having, you know homosexual generals and having, you know, serial killer uh, commanders and chiefs and just horrible murderous thugs commanding you. You don't have the balance, but you have the balance in Christ. You have the balance between being overly aggressive and nasty and being just a pansy and letting everyone walk over you and just loving everyone like some kind of flower child and some kind of hippie demon. Truth and now. Yeah, it's it's only possible to have that balance in cosmic righteousness. Where there you will find pure Hesed and Gevra and Tiferet, which brings perfect balance between the two. That's why Jacob was the father of the twelve. He was able to be the father of the 12 tribes of Israel because of that balance between Hesed and Gevra. And that's what you need. You need the son of righteousness. And that is going to fix those problems in the world. Not by waiting for a politician to do it. Yeah. Not by waiting for someone in the military to rise up and do it. Mm-mm. But for you joining Joel's army and rising in cosmic righteousness and yes. bringing that judgment like the flood in agreement and you go up and walk in righteousness and release angel armies. If you believe the word of God and you believe the book of Enoch, which is the word of God, when you read the book of Enoch, what does it say about changing the world like Brandon just described to you to fix those problems in society in culture and all through the world if you believe the word of God then you'll walk in into cosmic righteousness that is the only way to bring that judgment through the world, through the universes. How everything in this world works 
is on sapphire stones. And if there is sin in sapphire stones and mankind, it brings corruption and disease and all the problems just described to you because of man's sin. It's because of man's sin. So we need a company to repent, which is to go up. Repent house. You're going to go to a higher place, which is a further inward interior castle. For the kingdom of heaven is within you. You are the temple of the living God. And everything that happens out here in the external world is based on what happens on sapphire stones within man and within woman. And when you get cosmic circumcision, it begins to bring judgment. And in the book of Enoch, the righteous are encouraged to pray for judgment upon the wicked. They're encouraged to do it. Amen. Because it's what God desires to do. And why does God withhold judgment for a time in his patience like he's been doing this summer? He's waiting for you to rise. Because when he releases that judgment, he doesn't want it to hit. Those people who in their heart are sincere and wanting to walk in this, there's something that you have to get the revelation. You have to step into it. You heard the teaching. This is the way. Okay, now walk in it. What does that mean? Walk up sapphire stones. This is the way. Now walk in it. And when you begin to walk in it, we're going to come into that time of judgment being released. God is merciful. He is patient. He's very patient. But it's beneficial that you don't delay don't waste another day if you're on Malkut make sure it's fully circumcised what is that God loves the mountain people amen precious people peculiar Mm. people I love the mountain people for sure you're much better off being in God inside minded drunken in glory obedience Mm. to the river God of Elijah than making Mm. it up into the cosmos Mm. and and going off into some Mm, kind of other thing can't even imagine. There's, you'll be at least seven times worse, probably more than that, because on the cosmic scale, things are a lot bigger. Turn into a Baal. You were faithful to Elijah below, and now you're a freaking Balaam above. That's why the heart refinement mm-hmm. under King Elijah, King Elijah mm-hmm. over the valley of Malkut, King Elijah over the mountain mm-hmm. of Malkut. The mountain people are precious. I, I love the way you think. I love the way you drink. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm a, there's a lot of glory on the mountain people the mountain of God so yeah, yeah basically what I was saying earlier is becoming soldiers in the Lord's army you're not born into a church you're not born into a religion mm-hmm. you're born again of the Holy Spirit the water and the blood of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and now you have leaders now you have fivefold and the fivefold is to help you mm-hmm. along the way to grow in Christ walk in the way what is Christianity called in the first century the way this is the way walk in it what is the way the way of the master the way of the Lord Jesus Christ that he walked 
Well, he walked up mountains all the time. He walked、mm-hmm. into Jerusalem when he was twelve. He remained. He walked up mountains and prayed every morning. It's written.、Yeah. Doesn't mean you need to do that physically, although you will do it physically.、Yeah. I mean, this path is so similar to Jesus that anyone that loves Jesus will live the same life that Jesus Yadavave lived when he had flesh on earth.、Mm-hmm. Truth, anyhow. So if the, if that life of Yadavave, God made flesh in Jesus Christ. Is not the same life you're living. You got demons, you got sin, and so you're、mm-hmm. separated from from Yadavavi. You're separated from Jesus、mm-hmm. Christ. Elijah has the river to remove those separations. But if you re- if you reject the word of King Elijah, there remains zero help for you、mm-hmm. in all your fake Christianity, and that's where we're at right now, where people are saying anything. Except King Elijah's commandments, literally, find me a charismatic clique, find me a church, find me a group of like-minded people, so I can stay in my nefesh and not be challenged by this、mm-hmm. oppressive king. Listen, man, if King Elijah and his supernal commandments are oppressive to- towards you, you hate Jesus Christ. This is the lowest rung. Of the entire Jacob's ladder, the secret stairway, in existence. The truth is, if you haven't noticed, most believers hate the real Jesus, and they've constructed a Jesus in their own brain, which is a demon, a fallen angel, and they obey that thing that tells them they don't have to tithe, they don't have to volunteer. They don't have to obey the oppressive King Elijah. I can go out here in America, live my Starbucks life,、mm-hmm. live my Domino's delivery life, my Amazon Prime life,、mm-hmm. my Netflix life, my American life,、mm-hmm. and I can be right with God without any repentance or changing or challenging or inconvenience whatsoever to my drive-through lifestyle. Truth, anyhow,、mm-hmm. and it's not about throwing yourself in a gutter either. There's a balance. <laughs> It's about obedience to the commandment of the、mm-hmm. oral Torah of the king.、Mm-hmm. That false severity of throwing yourself into the gutter like that is nothing but the manifestation of self-pity and pride.、Mm. Best example: the demon Mother Teresa. Hallelujah. True, anyhow.、Mm-hmm. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> True, anyhow. That's a demon, yeah, for sure. Look at my good works. Feel bad for the wicked poor. Feel angry towards the wicked rich, but never walk into cosmic righteousness. What are we you had people doing? from RLM a decade ago go to Calcutta and volunteer. It's more than that. A long, long, long time ago, when she was alive, when she was working with the lepers in Calcutta, I had people in this ministry go to Calcutta. They came back and reported to me that Mother Teresa was the most miserable, sour person they had ever met in their entire life. That she literally looked and acted like a demon all the time.、Mm-hmm. So that's the truth, anyhow. Well, hallelujah. Well, but she's a very pious demon, helping the poor. Listen, half the fallen angels are like that. There's a half lot of the fallen angels、demons. in hell are like that. They're self-righteous hypocrites.、Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Problem is, is we haven't discerned the difference between self-righteous angels and Christian Jesus Christ, impartation by great 
grace righteousness. Now, this is something the Lord's dealing with today, as He showed me all the nations in the, in the world, especially their economies and their militaries and their policies and their politics. And I was just brooding over planet Earth today, and He showed me this. He showed me the nations, and He showed me their wickedness, and He showed me their cabalists. And He said, Everyone should know by now that the entire world, world the entire world, is ruled by wicked, self-righteous Kabbalists. Kabbalists, which means those who practice Kabbalah. Truth, anyhow, you should obviously know that by now, that the world for hundreds and hundreds of years has been ruled by Kabbalists. And if you haven't, well, you come from a family of dogs. Dogs. And you just, oh no, my family, my last name, my family. No, you're dogs. If you don't know that, you've been living in a dog-human family, in denial, just eight to five, under the Kabbalists. Hello? Truth, anyhow. Mm -hmm. So now what we're going to do is take you out of the dog Kabbalists, put you into sheep righteousness, so you can actually change how horrible things actually are for the dogs of the sorcerers, as Jesus Christ Commander-in-Chief told you in the book of Revelation, red letters. Those outside the Kabbalah circles of Enoch are the sorcerers and the dogs, which means they don't obey the protocol of the realm or ring or rung of the king and commander of that sphere or that realm. So they don't obey Elijah. What they do is they're outside Elijah, like the fallen angels. They study him and try to steal the principles of of the realm in the rung in the ring of Elijah, of King Joseph, of Yasad, the moon, of King Moses and King Aaron, of Netzat and Had, and King Jacob of Tiferet, and King Hesed, uh, King Abraham of Hesed, and King Isaac of Gavura. And what they do is they're outside the gates of those angelic, righteous, sapphire stone realms. So they study them, and they learn how to manipulate and control from outside the gates of those cities. Truth, anyhow. Now, it's one city, supernal Jerusalem, but there are many rungs, as it's written. There are many realms. There are many mansions. There are many dwelling places, but God is one. So understand clearly what I'm saying to you today. Now, what the Kabbalists have done has been outside the city gates of those Kabbalah circles... And they don't have the character qualities of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. As Jesus Christ said, you are not the sons of Abraham, red letters, because if you were, you would love me as Abraham did. Jesus Christ said, you are not actually Jews. Your father is the devil. That's red letters. It is written. So anyone not inside the circle, and the circle represents behavior, attitude, Emotion, every action, every thought, every deed, every word. Your whole encompassing being is inside the camp of that rung. So we got to get people inside the camp of the rung of Malkut under King Elijah. You don't even have most of RLM right now who are learning the mysteries of the secrets of the kingdom of righteousness you don't even have most of them right now consistently inside the rung of Malkut. They go in and out of the, the Kabbalah circle of King 
Elijah Sandalfon. Man, we're dealing with it tonight. This is so clear. You're going to get set free because you want to be in the circle. And I'm going to teach you how with the clear vision of the ISAB that is the most costly ISAB of all time of any generation. So you can stay inside the camp in Malkut. Love the royal kingship of Elijah. Are you kidding me? I get to have Elijah over my head as my king? Yes! King of kings, Lord of lords, the word of God. Who had it? The prophet Elijah. Sandalphon had it. He had it. He has it right now. Your issue, men and women, boys and girls, is getting obedient and faithful to the commandment of the word of God in the prophet's mouth. It's true. Otherwise, just forget the higher rungs. You'll be learning but never understanding, no repentance. But if you're in the circle, you'll be learning for real. You'll be learning in the Shekinah. You'll be learning in the glory. You'll be learning in Jesus Christ's bloodline, his righteous genealogy of Matthew and Luke, as is written. And you become engrafted into the tree of kings Mm. and lords, of which he is king of kings and lord of lords, but not by anything less than perfect submission of spirit, soul, mind, and flesh to the kings within the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Amen, that's good. You want to get Malkut perfected, then you. How does that happen? Like you said, obedience (laughs) to King Elijah, the spirit of Elijah. (laughs) The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. (laughs) And when you hear prophecy, There comes a judgment in through the ear gates. What are you going to do with the spirit of Jesus living on the inside of you? Respond to and obey the prophecy? Or simply let it pass in one ear and out the other ear. Let somebody else obey that word. Let somebody else hearken to the voice of God. I've got so many things. I I just bought oxen, his new oxen. I've got to go tend to. I just got all these natural chickens laying (laughs) physical eggs, and uh, somebody's got to take care of the chickens. I just got married. I'm in my friend's wedding. I I don't have time. I I can't even tithe. You know, the bridesmaids' dresses, they just cost so much. You know, we're flying out to Bali or, you know, going out to Vegas. We have a summer trip. I would, but, you know, my family's not into the kingdom of God. And uh, we're just, I have a appointment with them. We're meeting. And so I, I just can't come. Well, the ones who were invited weren't worthy, were they? So who is he? No, going they to were not. Freaking goats. Go to my left. <clears throat> and I ain't, even ma- I ain't even angry at it. But I will be watching you burn in hell forever. And I will not rejoice over you in hell, but I will look at you burning in hell for eternity. Mm-hmm. That's true. I will. Yeah. He's already showed it to me today. There are people today that are in and out of the camp. 
of Elijah's Sandalphon called Malkut or the kingdom or the entry into the kingdom right now. And some of you have decisions before you today of what side you're going to be on. Listen, you don't get to be both sides. Those days are over. As is written, 1 Kings 17.1, Elijah, the Tishbite of the temporary residence of Gilead, said to Ahab, As the Lord, the God of Israel, lives before whom I stand, there shall not be dew or rain these years, but according to my word. Woo! That's a king talking to a king. 1 Kings 17.1, King Elijah talking to fake demon human baby sacrificer Ahab, false king. He said, I'm the king. My word is Lord. You will have no rain, no dew. It is written. That means outside the camp, there is no rain, there is no dew. You people have been in the time of the dispensation of grace of the church age. I command it over in all the universe that there shall only be rain and dew inside the circle of King Elijah and those who obey him with all their heart. Amen. Amen. The end of the era of common grace starts now. Prophet Bob Jones spoke of the age and the era of common grace that was coming to an end. In his time it was coming toward the end There's a time of select grace that's starting now. It's been prophesied for some time. But the end of that era of common grace is going to bring judgment upon those who would use the things from God gifts of the Spirit and all gifts and all creation and yet they say do as thou wilt that's no different than the religion of Aleister Crowley so you pray in tongues so you believe in your demon and you call him Jesus that will never get you into the kingdom of heaven only those who obey and have seen a gross sin upon the people. They say, they'll look at the obedient ones and say, that's just a special case. Your life is just different. Uh -huh. You just have a special calling. There was nothing special about anyone's life apart from Jesus. Everyone in this life hmm. has an opportunity to repent and what is the report among people who have been to heaven and come back or they've died and came back can't tell you how many testimonies I've watched their videos I've read their blogs those people who have died and come back come back have been sent back those people who had near-death experiences there are many confirmations, many confirming witnesses that the way that God has set this earth up and this life 
wherever you have been born and placed into was the maximum opportunity for you to know God. Based on that soul, every single person at birth, it's not like, oh, someone had a better chance to know God than another. Where you were placed was the best and greatest opportunity for you to know God. So you cannot blame God. He gave you the maximum chance to know him. And it's all depending upon the individual soul. Your maximum opportunity to lean on him and rely on him. None of this is on God. It's all on you. It's all on me. Asaya is the world of action. So you're basically making continuous decisions with your actions. Okay, your actions have to please Elijah Sandalfon. You say, well, I please Jesus. Jesus is the king of the kingdom. My God, people, if you can't please the king's servants, who are also kings, as is written, God is a great king. Jesus Christ is God. Great kings, king of kings, have kings under them. Meaning you ain't even close to Jesus unless you go through all his kings. Truth in him. Abraham sent his servant, and wherever his servant would go, he would interact with other men higher ranking of whatever camp than himself. But how they treated Abraham's servant mm. was the exact measure they respected Abraham. Not how much they respected Abraham's servant, though many of them respected him. However they treated Abraham's servant was the exact measure of their honor and respect to Abraham. And however they treated Abraham was exactly the measure of their honor and respect to God, Yadhe creator of worlds, creator of universes, creator of all creation. The measure of honor and respect they gave to Abraham, who was the righteous one of his generation, was the exact measure of their honor and respect for God, how they treated a man. <laughs> and that honor and respect of kingship is given for the carrying of the image of God. Not the image of birds, beasts, and reptiles. Repenting out of mineral level. Repenting out of animal and plant level. Repenting out of fallen man image. Enoch pleased God. And God took him. Progressively he went up from mountain to above the mountain with the angels, higher and higher, unto the very throne of God, into the very transfiguration of his spirit, and the transfiguration of his body. 
Pleasing God is ascending on sapphire stones. Mm -hmm. Enoch walked with God. He pleased God by obeying the authority of God in his life. From the patriarchs. The heavens were a little different back then. Mm -hmm. They're very, very inhabited now by Kabbalists. So you have to take all of the character attributes of the fathers and mothers of faith who've come before you to rise. These are the pre-flood patriarchs of the realms of faith. The sapphire stones of righteousness. Yeah, the inscriptions upon the sapphire stones, which are called stars in Genesis 1, 4th day. These inscriptions are God's very natures. But men begin to walk in them while they're on earth. That was their destiny. As it's written, I dreamed in a dream that my father Jacob was the sun and my mother Rachel was the moon. So the Spirit of God would reveal to men and women that their destiny was in the heavens that correlated to a world above. Nowadays, New Age, they go into star seed or some kind of weird uh, New Age occult thing. But guys, they're on to something. We've told you this for the last 15 years at Joel's Bar. Oftentimes, the New Agers are more accurate than the religious Christians, just because they're spiritual. And they got a lot of demons, too, but so do the Christians have a lot of demons. I mean, literally everyone that comes to Joel's Bar bar is usually demonized, sometimes pretty severely. So you go into a New Age place, even though they can't handle oral Torah, you often find less demons. And that's not to diminish you, it's to understand that, guys, we can't be our own judges. We got to come under the judgment of the Word with everything in our lives. You cannot be the head of your household and be a Christian. This is God's house. If you are the head of your household, I'm the man of this house. I'm the breadwinner of this house. You can't be a Christian. You understand that? You're a goat. You are not in the kingdom. It begins that Elijah is the head of this house. That's the first step in the kingdom. And if Elijah is not the head of your house, you are not a Christian. You are not a Christian. You're out here with a religion that says it's Christian. You have a New Testament book, but you are not, in fact, a Christian. Only those inside the Father's house are Christians. So you have goats and you have... What are the other things? Calves. Mm -hmm. The golden calf representing the sin of rebellion. And you have the goats, the sin of stubbornness and religion and pride. Mm -hmm. And people have a lot of both. Mm -hmm. They both need to die in you once. No. Constantly. The altar's ever burning, it is written. I have people tell me, oh, I had the baptism of fire 15 years ago. You know, I'm advanced. I can check into Joel's bar whenever I want to. I'll check mm-hmm. in to the apostles and prophets at my mm-hmm. convenience between my pedicures and manicures and drive through Starbucks and my vacations and my building of my family and my trophy husband, trophy wife. We got a mess down here, guys. That's You're in hell. 
You're in hell under the fallen angels and you're totally freaking lost. First step for you idiots living in hell is making Elijah the head of your household. The head of all the decisions, emotions, heart feelings, actions, attitudes, and word choices out of your face every moment. That's the beginning, day one, of becoming a Christian. All this other stuff down here is just demons. Horror Babylon, demon Christianity, house of every unclean spirit. Which means we have taken all the things of the New Testament and put it inside our flesh and called ourselves right with God and anyone that doesn't just have this all this false love towards everything mm-hmm. is a religionist. They're re- too strict. They're religion. They're a Pharisee. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They did it in the Drunken Glory. They did it in the Charismatic mm-hmm. Church. They did it in Pentecostals. They mm-hmm. did it in Martin Luther's Lutheranism. The demons are always doing the same stupid thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. Just like in Jesus' day. Look at this. Uh, the Pharisees and the Sadducees? The Sadducees, they believed only in the written law. Just a simple written law only that's it just the written torah they did not believe in any of the oral traditions right so this the sadducees rejected all oral traditions they already had the torah uh they already had you know the prophets and the uh, the other writings of the old testament they had those already it's already written just simply read it and then that's it now the Pharisees, they believed in all of the oral traditions, all the oral Torah. They accepted all oral traditions by faith. So, they, I mean, they just had so many different things and it gets so complicated. And that's like the charismatic church. Mm. They receive, what's the oral tradition of charismatic church? Prophecy. Oh, so-and-so was a great prophet among us. Mm. They walked in a lot of purity and we know they would speak these things and they would happen. They had that, Pharisees had that happen. They had people who would walk in measures of wisdom of Moses. And, you know, it's so they would speak those things. That's their oral tradition. They would believe in, by faith, all of the oral traditions of their respected rabbis. Whereas in the charismatic church, they believe all by faith, all the oral traditions of all the different teachers and prophets and the respected people in the synagogues of our time or the Christian churches of our time. You know, you have some people that are like, oh yeah, if it was a prophecy, I believe it. I got all the, the, you know, who are all the famous prophetic people? The Kansas City prophets. Yeah, I believe all the Kansas City prophets. Every one of those, I've been tracing it. I've got a, I've got it all mapped out. I've got files on files. Yeah. (laughs) You know, every oral tradition. Yeah. I've got, I have memorized (laughs) all the oral traditions of all the prophets since the eighties in the charismatic church. And I believe all of it by faith. Oh, great. Yeah, good. That Pharisee. Yeah. Sadducees, that's like the evangelical. We don't believe the prophets, that all ended. It's not the apostolic and the prophetic. We don't need that because we have the Bible written. It's the same spirit, Sadducees mm. and Pharisees. Yep. And they reject all the prophecy. They reject all the miracles, Unicorn healings. Unicorn tongues guy, he's a Sadducee. Yeah, he's a Sadducee. It's the same demon. It's the Sadducee demons <laughs> and the Pharisee demons. And it's the same thing. Now, what made Jesus different? His Torah? Mm. He was the son of righteousness. What does the son represent? Truth and perfect balance. Mm. He came with, he, he knew, 
he knew the written law, and he knew the oral traditions. But instead of going into the extremes of either camp, either just rejecting all the oral traditions mm. or accepting all the oral traditions by faith and arguing about it and having it memorized and doing this and that and following all the Elijah list and this prophet said this and this prophet mm. and someone prophesied over me. Oh gosh. He can't. <laughs> the prophetic is like the epitome of mental illness out there. Oh, it's so sick. It's really bad. But Jesus, son of righteousness, he came bringing out of the written law and the oral Torah, right, written Torah, and oral Torah, he brought the perfect will of the Father, which is a discernment of truth by the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit. Mm -hmm. And that reconciles the two of them. Mm -hmm. Perfect balance. And that's what that is, is union between Shekinah and Tiferet, mm -hmm. which is the sun and the moon, Jacob and Rachel. Truth in it. The word and the spirit. Balanced and complete with truth on display. Remember the song of songs? I'm paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. You, it's the praising you baby this is how you've become clean and pure and you've had that tif, different balance you've got the truth on display but you're not a Sadducee you're not a Pharisee you're in the son of righteousness Jesus Christ with healing in his wings double wings healing in his beams and that truth sets you free not by accepting all oral traditions, prophecies by faith, and not by rejecting all the prophecies and all the oral traditions of the New Testament. Right, we found out in the book of Luke. I posted on Facebook, maybe you saw it, maybe you didn't. The oral traditions of the New Testament taught by Jesus, taught by the apostles, written and recorded in the book of Luke, he refers to items on paper, but he also refers to teachings that he does not mention in writing, but he refers to them as you were orally taught, which was the teaching of faith, the oral tradition of the New Testament. Amen. Amen. And that's why you got to be on Facebook. The Arlen. New Testament Kabbalah yep. is exactly what it is. Because the only chance that you are removing the self-righteous Kabbalists that rule every aspect of life on planet Earth as you know it right now, every economy, every military, every education system, every political system is ruled by self-righteous Kabbalists. Truth anyhow, if you want to remove that, you have to practice righteousness of Jesus Christ on sapphire stones and it is also Kabbalah but it is the Kabbalah of Moses it is the Kabbalah of Aaron it is the Kabbalah of King David it is the Kabbalah of Joseph it is the Kabbalah of Abraham Isaac and Jacob and it is the Kabbalah of Jesus Christ the Messiah and it is the end of all the wicked when we begin to practice it in New Testament Christianity. That is what Bob Jones was talking about when he said, My generation was the Stone Age. Your generation goes to the stars. What are stars? The Sephirot. Mm -hmm. You think Bob saw the Sephirot? 
Where do you think he had white eagle vision from? But he was not allowed to teach on it. He was only allowed to prepare us, the leaders, in the next generation mm. to teach on it. It's the truth anyhow. Can you imagine what they would have done to Bob if he told them about all that? <laughs> he wouldn't have been teaching at Bethel. Mm-hmm, he probably wouldn't have been on God TV and Morningstar. He'd probably have no stage whatsoever. But he did it with such great wisdom so that we could glean all the resources we need from above to eventually begin to teach supernal mm-hmm. oral wisdom mm-hmm. of Kabbalah Master Jesus Christ. I've met Bob Jones in heaven. He likes us. <laughs> he likes Brandon too. You know, he like specifically... Yeah. He had the Elijah mantle of his generation. Yeah, he did. He like... Yeah, so... It's interesting. It's like... You've got all of heaven, the angels in agreement, everyone who's, you know, watching live from the cloud of witnesses. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) You know, in agreement. And it's just... For some reason, so many people don't seem to get it. And like we were saying earlier, everyone has been positioned since birth for the maximum opportunity to get to know God and to lean and rely on Him and not their self. Not themselves. God has given you the maximum opportunity to get to know Him. It's not like, oh, some some people had a better position To know God, that's not true. Everyone has faced temptation according to their level, according to their ability, according to God's measurement, which is perfect. And he's given everyone the maximum opportunity to know him since birth. What's the difference? So no one has any, it's not like anyone has a special story. It's not like, oh, Brandon, you just had it so lucky. You just had this thing. It's not like, you know, Rebecca, you had it so easy. Your story is just different. You're just special. No. It's constant actions to make Elijah Mm -hmm. master of our lives. Mm -hmm. It's It's never about the external situations and circumstances. God has ensured in all of these things since the beginning of time, that everyone would have the opportunity to know him and to obey him. Everyone has a choice. So you don't have to feel sorry for yourself. You don't have to feel sorry for the other people. You should desire to save, seek and save the lost. You can save a lot of people. Because the people love the darkness so much, Oftentimes what it takes is you bringing that light of your obedience into that realm so that they can clearly see and it judges the darkness that they love. Oh yeah. It's never been about how good or how hard or how easy you've had it to know God. That's not it at all. That's a satanic lie. It's only been about how you responded to what happened in your life. How you responded to the difficulty. How you responded to the opportunity for lukewarmness 
and the easy life. It's only been about how you responded when you felt that tug to go into the Word of God and spend time in the Bible, in the secret place where if you just pressed in just a little bit more, if you really that you just gave in to engaging in Torah. But you started to go there, and in your distractions, you just felt more like checking your phone. You felt more like, I need friendship. I need the opposite sex to comfort my soul. That's, I like that better. Mm-hmm. You chose that. Everyone's had the same opportunities. Mm-hmm. But, oh, well, you know, th- that's the excuse. Oh, well, I was poor. Oh, well, I was, I was rich and I just had everything handed to me. My family was just wicked mm-hmm. and Masonic. It doesn't matter. Every person has had exactly the same opportunity to know God. You know, Native Americans, they didn't have this, you know, preaching and this, that. No, well, when you look at the Native Americans before colonization, there are multitudes of testimonies recorded of that rainbow, seven spirits of God, and that cloud, the purity, the righteousness. Everyone has always had a choice. Which God are you going to serve? And that's the reason why we all come to earth. This is the trial. He could have sorted it out without sending us to earth because these things happened since before the beginning of time. The cosmic passion of Jesus Christ. Outside of time, since before time began, crucified on sapphire stones. So why is it that we all come here, lose memory of, since I knew you before, I knit you together in your mother's womb, those things that transpired before coming to earth, the angels are the witnesses. Every soul was affected at the cosmic fall. Many souls were affected by the discord of the song of who was once called Lucifer. Things that you cannot even comprehend, most of you, at the sound of my voice, and there's fire coming out of my eyes right now. Things that most of you cannot comprehend of cosmic, eternal consequence. What does this do, coming here in the flesh? It levels the playing field. Everyone needs a savior. Some souls were more affected than others. (laughs) Which is why some of you, including myself and Brandon, were in training classes prior to coming to Earth. He knit you together in your mother's womb, and before that, he knew you. Do you really believe that, or is it just a Bible verse that you quote? And now you want to attack what I'm saying now because you don't actually believe the scriptures and you don't know the angels and you don't know the Father. If you knew the Father, 
you would know Jesus. And if you knew Jesus, you would know his Holy Spirit within you confirming what I'm saying right now. And some of you do have that witness. So why is it on each individual what you choose to do in this life? He's given everyone the opportunity to choose. It's not so much about what happens to you, although we want you to have the maximum, most glorious things happen in your life. We want that for you. But you must understand those judgments upon others, self-pity for what's happened to you in your own life, or your lack of relationship with God, all of that has nothing to do with the circumstances that you found yourself in. You were given maximum potential opportunity to know God intimately. It's only been about how you responded this entire time. That's the only difference between those who get to know God on the inside and those who don't. Those who grow to love the Word of God and those who don't. Those who learn to love righteousness and those who go after false love. That's the only difference. How did you respond to God? Amen. Now I see people choosing to live inside the circles of the kings of the kingdom of heaven, of which Jesus Christ is king of kings. And so you need to understand King Abraham. Genesis 17.5 Nor shall your name any longer be Abram, high exalted father. That's what Abram means, high exalted father. Kind of sounds a little prideful, doesn't it? <laughs> high exalted father. But your name shall be Abraham, father of a multitude. What does that mean? Men, when you get over your pride, you'll become good dads. For I have made you the father of many nations. You'll do that in the natural. You'll do that in the earthly. And you'll rise in the glory and also do that in the heavenly. Okay? Now for the women. Genesis 17:15 God said to Abraham As for Sarai your wife you shall not call her name Sarai but Sarah princess her name shall be it is written princess now we could say oh well that's a nice thing listen man when Yadavave gives you a royal title princess is a royal title of a royal family, not on earth, but in heaven, which creates new earth constantly. She became royalty. You need to understand that God said, now your wife is a royal bloodline in the eternal realm of holy angels of Jesus Christ. So the decision is the name change, a white stone with a new name, and we have a interpretation for that and every prophetic thing on our Instagram feed and it's all garbage. It's literally manure because the truth is living 
in the realm is a circle of a king, and it starts on earth where your feet are already planted, right in the city, in the town, in the country you're in right now. And your actions corresponding to the king of the earth, King David and Elijah Sandalphon, your actions, your heart attitudes, how you respond to authority in other men, in other women, in Sarah, princess, in Abraham, father of multitudes, you'll be tested in this, not once, continuously, continuously. And the test to how you respond towards encountering the opposite sex and how you respond to looking out the windows of your eyes and how you respond when you're confronted with someone who has a higher skill set than you, a higher economic bracket of finances than you, how you respond to everything in life is an action corresponding either to going further and further away from the circle of Elijah and David or going towards them. So that's the circle you're in now called the camp of the righteous, okay? Not that you're in it and many of you are not. Some of you are learning it and some of you are repenting to live inside the camp of Moses on the earth, so to speak. To live inside the camp, you had to have certain actions. You had to have a certain attitude. You had to have a certain feeling and emotion towards others. You couldn't be a sinner, guys. You can't be a sinner and live in the kingdom. No one ever lives in the kingdom as a sinner. All God's ways in training in righteousness and training by the prophets and apostles and priests and teachers, evangelists and pastors, all the training is that you don't sin anymore. Now you practice holiness, holiness flowing out of you. Now you practice wisdom. Your tongue is circumcised so you don't practice the sin of the mouth. People write stuff to you and the gossip dies. Because your mouth is circumcised, your brain is circumcised. Jesus Christ's nature is formed in you by the constant discipline, not of self, but of the Holy Ghost and the angels. And two of these angels down here are David and Elijah that are kings, the cloud of witnesses. Righteous men made perfect. And they oversee like watchers the sphere and circle of all the earth. David's very name corresponds to the kingdom of the planet Earth. Truth, anyhow, so does Elijah's. And you cannot grow in Jesus Christ, because he's enthroned at the right hand of God over all names and every name that can be named. It is written. Which means, you think you're going straight to Jesus? Why there's... Well, you think that, but you're wrong. You're dealing with a cloud of witnesses constantly, inheriting salvation through angels Hebrews chapter 1 and Hebrews 11. Why? Because you need that wisdom because you don't have it because you're in elementary Christianity of your own opinions and interpretations that are absolute garbage. Mm. So when you get the right, correct doctrine that afflicts all of the pride, all of the lust, and circumcises all your hearts, souls, minds, and strength from the world and from pride and from religion and from demons and from sin and from all the fallen angels you begin to see and hear and understand how to live in the camp of mm, God. Oh, it's a nice fire coming out of It feels good. How to live in the Sadiqim. Your job, your destiny, is to be an elevator of righteous fire Sadiqim. You are the Sadiqim of God if you begin to repent and practice the righteousness 
of the angels, the righteousness of David, the righteousness of Joseph, the righteousness of Elijah Sandalphon, the righteousness of the Holy Ghost, who is the very voice of these men and these angels' souls. The Spirit of God is the voice of the righteous soul. Truth anyhow. So you can say, oh, I only have a relationship with the Holy Ghost. You are lost. Your thinking is a manure pile. It is not just you and the Holy Ghost. That is you, the Holy Ghost, and you're in hell because you're not with the Siddiquim. You're not with Elijah. You're not with David. You're not with Hebrews 1. You're not with Hebrews 11. You're in disobedient to oral Torah, even written Torah, which is New Testament and Old Testament. You're disobedient in every area of your life. You know what I mean? But then it's like, well, that's your opinion, bro. You know, that's how it is down here. So that's why we have to bring the severe judgment. Otherwise, you're never going to get a church member of the church of Laodicea to repent. They'd be here a thousand years self-justifying. I know exactly how it is, how stubborn and stiff-necked American charismatic Pentecostal Christians are. I know because I used to be one. And what God had to do to break the stone age out of my heart and mind. It's intense. And I'm so thankful he did it and he was patient with me. So I'll be patient with you. And this is patience. This is me being patient with you from a stage teaching you exactly what you have to think and do and understand to grow in Jesus Christ, to be safe and saved with the angels and the cloud of witnesses in a greater Shekinah glory you know less than nothing about. You don't know about it. And so we want you to not just hear it, but to come into the camp and let it encompass you. The lightning would descend upon the ark and they'd see Jesus Christ come right down into the tabernacle and they saw Moses speak face to face with yad heh vav Jesus Christ, the angel of yad heh vav who is Jesus Christ. It is written, you're going to have the same lightning come down upon your brains, into your hearts, into your bowels into your genitalia, into your legs and bones and come out your feet. And you need a baptism of seven lightnings. You need a baptism of seven thunders. Otherwise, you cannot know him. It is a different level of relationship with Jesus Christ that few have ever had. But this generation is called to have a a billion people that know him like Moses. A billion, guys where you don't have watered-down wilderness Christianity out here with snakes hanging off your arm, your arms, your face, your eyeballs, and your doctor and your teaching and your local church and your grandma praying for you, but you're up on the mountain looking like the archangels. You're up on the mountain in the lightning and the thunder. And he makes you lightning. He makes you thunder. How do we know? Sons of Zebedee, the Torah of Jesus produced... Children of seven thunders. We like to say, oh, we're the sons of thunder now. Only if you have the Kabbalah of Jesus Christ are you a son or daughter of lightning and thunder. Otherwise, you're a fake. You're a phony. You're a hypocrite. You're a pretender and a play actor. On the mountain, you get discipled in thunder and lightning, which means you believe differently because you live differently. 
Your thought is in check. Your eyes are in check. Your spirit's in check. The intentions of your heart literally are perfect. And the areas that are not perfect, you have angels and the cloud of witnesses correcting them constantly to be as perfect as the Bible says they are in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 <laughs> the oral and written Torah of Jesus Christ produces children of lightning. The offspring of the written and spoken, written and oral Torah, New Testament, Jesus Christ produced offspring or children of lightning. That is why some of you are children of lightning. I've seen you in the spirit. Some of you have lightning. That is evidence of the Torah of Jesus Christ. New Torah, written and oral, balanced with truth of the Son of Righteousness. Now, even Jesus Christ, I'll tell you this, his perfection, his perfect teaching, because Jesus was perfect, is there anyone in this room or online that can find any flaw in Jesus Christ now or when he lived on the earth in the flesh? No? No. Right, yeah. So, nothing wrong with him at all. Could you find anything wrong with his teaching? Please, if your Torah is better than Jesus's, let us know. <laughs> okay. Well, he had perfect written... And oral Torah, as we have established. <laughs> yeah, it's his oral Torah that really causes the Pharisees to lose their freaking minds. Mm -hmm. And even though... Yeah. <laughs> and even though his oral and written Torah was perfect, he taught his apostles perfectly. Mm -hmm. He taught his disciples perfectly. Still, many of them went away. And on top of this... And now, I, this is what... Remember, it is written... Fear not, and do not worry. I want to remind you of that. His apostles still got picked off and died. That's right. Except for John. So what I'm saying to you is knowing Jesus just externally... Martyred. Yep, martyred. They got picked off by demons. Now some of them are like, Alright, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to just go. <laughs> but... Even with a perfect Rabboni Jesus, written in oral Torah, doesn't get, does not get better than Jesus Christ. God himself. There was only what, one of them, and the other one that was close was, I think, Fotini. It was really hard to kill her. Yeah, it was real hard to kill her, yeah. And John. But what did John have? He understood the door in heaven. He had great Kabbalah. He did. They spent time with a man, Jesus, on the outside. When he said, it's better that I leave and I send you the Spirit. It's better. Some of you will do greater things that is written than Jesus. One of the greater things, one of the greater works coming in the kingdom age will be oral and written Torah of Jesus Christ producing sons of thunder, sons of lightning, Right, in the book of Enoch, it says that where does the thunder come? 
whenever there's lightning and there's a law of the thunders and lightnings that there's an enforcement of the the pause in between that lightning and the peal of thunder it always follows but there's an enforcement of that pause in between some of them will rise and become like lightning and in this greater kingdom age than the church age one of the greater works then Jesus to come forth will be sons of thunder sons and daughters of lightning who do not get physically killed picked off martyred by demons <laughs> oh yeah you're them guys that's you it's your calling that's your calling so those of you who are learning righteousness students of righteousness you are not allowed to die. That's an order. Okay? Amen. You're not allowed to Bam. die. Bam. <laughs> that's an order. Whack. So I don't want to hear anyone dying out there. And if you're struggling, make sure you're in. If you're in the army, you're struggling. Mm. Make sure you're connected with your group. Make sure you're not wandering off. This is Vietnam mm. out here in the cosmos. Make yeah. sure you're not wandering off. You need a squadron. Trying to pick fights. You need a squadron. Shields. Get in a squadron shields. if you don't have one. Move! And in the the writing I shared today on Facebook about the pathways of death, some of you need to hear this, this is not just for one person, this is for the body. We don't need vulnerabilities in the army right now. We need protection, we need shields, full armor. You're going to need the full armor of God to walk in the cosmos. You can't be missing pieces. It's not like an Eli Elijah could hide in a cave. Elijah could hide in the cave when it came down to the hiding from Jezebel, just, you know, that confrontation, get refreshed, get ready, let the, get the birds bring you the food, drink the water, get healed. But then what? Hmm. Then let's go punch Ahab in the neck. Yeah, come on. And then you're not going to run off and do it on your own. Now, when I shared the Pathways of Death post... <laughs> It's written in the Book of Enoch, if you've read one Enoch, and you should have many times by now if you're in the army. If not, all right, let's get to it. You've got lots of homework to do this, this season. We're feasting every day. you got lots of homework. Amen. You know, it's good homework. He's, he prophesied that some people in the future would be shown the pathways of death and how to not walk in them. And that's one of the visions, one of the experiences that I got to go in was the pathways of death being exposed, how to not touch those. How to avoid the pathways of death. Some of the first people to die were the people who were isolated or fearful of revealing to others in the army their strengths and their abilities. Right? Because if you've come out of the charismatic witchcraft, it's very common you'll become fearful to let other people know what your ability, what your skill is, what your power is, because you don't want people stealing and taking. Paul calls it castration. Mm -hmm. Castration. You're not going to walk in fear. This is, things are different this time. You're in the army of the Lord in the kingdom of righteousness and holiness. So you're going to need to learn to trust your comrades. And you're going to have to walk in forgiveness. And you're going to have to be patient with people wherever they are, regardless of where you are on your walk in this army. There is a standard. There's a greater standard being raised. So, no isolation this season. Soldiers, make sure 
you are communicating, if there's something going on, make sure you're staying in communication with your squadron, okay? Mm -hmm. Fellowship, there should be regular fellowship. Uh, some of you, you know, if you have RLM California, mm -hmm. go ahead, start the Bible study. Maybe you're meeting once a week, find a location, somebody open up your house. Obedience at yep. this point is required for mm -hmm. mere survival. Right. Otherwise, you're not going to make it. You'll die spiritually, mm -hmm. then you'll die physically. And if you're playing games with mixture, mm -hmm. you'll die prematurely. Right. And we have RLM Florida. Bob Jones says they kill one, ten will rise after. Talking yep. about those ascending sapphire stones who are not serious. Right. You know, uh, the prophet Shadrach, he mentioned RLM uh, Ghana. we got people over in Ghana watching. Go ahead, start the Bible study. RLM Florida, we know you guys are over there. I want you guys to host a bowling party in Florida yeah. and kick that off because it's prophesying why the Balance bowling... Balance the serious and the fun. You, you gotta have both. fun. You gotta yep. have both. You have to have both. I noticed for the more serious and analytical people who tend more to be like me on Sapphire Stones, it's easier to rise. But you have to have the balance of fun. You've got to have fun and you've got to learn to drink, mm -hmm. right? The reason I get so serious like this, uh, you know, there's th there's a lot of sin, intense sin that we're dealing with in the cosmos. Yeah. But I've learned to get out of my it's head. Life and death with so many people right, right now. That's why we're like. You're seeing it. me after I've already mastered getting so drunk to a point of extreme laughter uncontrollably and using pretty much every substance of the Shekinah possibly imaginable to get high on just that's you got to go through the process if you just jump into i'm just going to be a serious you know you're probably just going to end up a pharisee yeah or, or a sadducee and you got to purchase mm, that yeah. oil of joy you have to some of your personalities mm. are just terrible and it's not <laughs> even fun talking with you so you need to put yeah. joy in there too yeah. and if you're just a oil of joyful joy. goofball clown all the time you, you need, need to, to purchase up. some serious yep because you, you're known to take you seriously, oh, and that's immaturity. That's not drunken glory. That's you being a foolish idiot. You need the balance of severity mm -hmm. and kindness. You need them both. Mm -hmm. And it's true maturity in Christ. When you're immature, you think it's nonsense versus sense. When you're mature, you value the angel of nonsense and the angel of sense mm -hmm. equally, and you understand that Yadhe Vavhe is not two, he's one. In Ecclesiastes one. 3, mm -hmm. you know the time and season to act a way. A time and season mm -hmm. for everything yep. under the sun. What's under, under the sun? Your body. Mm -hmm. So what to do with it. Uh -huh. Amen. Amen. It's the world of action. <laughs> some of you just get up, put on some good tunes, clean your house, have a, have a bowling party, have the Bible study. You have to have fellowship. If you want to make it into the cosmos, it's not like it is on Malkut. When you start to go up, mm. it's not the same. It's glory to glory, mm -hmm. guys. It's glory to glory. And the higher levels, there are the higher devils. Mm -hmm. Now, you're not going to have to deal with the principalities like we have clearing this route. We're paving yeah, we're the paving entire the path to the throne. But you're, you are going to deal with the sin in your own nature, and that's mm -hmm. what opens you up to the demonic. That's why other things from other realms... Uh, will start to attack people when you isolate yourself. Like, right, we had one sister who isolated herself for a time mm. and was losing uh, part of her... I don't have to go into the whole explanation of that, but she was losing parts of herself mm. from isolation in the spiritual realm. And she, she almost completely lost her personality. Mm. And um, so it was just really intense. And what happened 
was I had these extreme warnings. So when you isolate things from way higher rankings and realms, it's not even a fair match. There, there's mm. no way for her to handle things that there was no possibility that she could even handle based on her armor set, yeah. her skill set, or her weaponry were able to attack and she was starting to get demonized by things that even the highest ranking apostles right now on the earth might have diff a it would be very challenging it took like three of us in an agreement and prayer just to get this person just get the sheep back into the fold mm -hmm. and you know these people are precious to us so we'll do what we need to uh, to get these people back but you have to understand when you isolate yourself or when you're in disobedience there's no covering it's not like just a low-level demon. If you're if you're very close to RLM, you're it can be safe something. And protected yeah. In the will of God, if you're not yeah. doing the will of Yadevavhe, mm -hmm. you have very little protection. It's not like you don't have any. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we'd all be dead. But you right. have you have little. Right. And so that's somebody who's just like baby on Malkut, getting into disobedience, and then this kind of principality took like three cosmic apostles just to whack off of their life and then prayer for healing. She got those invisible parts of her restored. Your first fruits arise in the Sephirot, so. so the enemy wants to pick you off yeah. more than anything. Yeah. And especially to make us look stay bad, like in, bad leaders. Stay in the sheepfold. Can we have that? No, stay in the sheepfold. Listen sheep to me. The, make the memes. The devils are <laughs> noticing the ones that are learning yep. from us. Yep. You have a red dot on your forehead, and that mm -hmm. dot's called dat. That's the bone mm -hmm. throne of Satan. You got to suppress that thing and put on the full mm -hmm. armor of God. And there is a joyful seriousness. Mm -hmm. There is a, yep. a drunken glory, yep. God inside minded seriousness. Mm -hmm. There is wine. Okay. It's a narrow path. Few find it. We are the mm -hmm. few that have found it. Yep. And this is the real mm -hmm. sapphire stone path of the righteous. Mm -hmm. This is the real path of mm -hmm. Enoch to the father. Mm -hmm. And it's our job to make it real to you through oral Torah. That's what Joel's bar is, oral Torah, so that you can walk in the way if you desire to. If you want to be a kingdom person, this needs to be available to you. God the Father is a just king. If anybody wants to return home to him, he always sends his prophets, which are his oral messengers, to clear the path mm -hmm. and say, come with us without the enemy, without demons, without the mm -hmm. curse of the fall, without sin, sickness, and disease. You can walk this way. This is the way walk in it. It is written. As you begin to walk, all of his natures formed in you. Some turn back after following him. John 6, 6, 6. Understand that some that are rising with Jesus out of the valley to the mountain. Jesus is, is the, what is he? He's the staff and the scepter mm -hmm. of the valley. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me as they walk through the valley. Psalms 23. And then he's the whole mountain. Okay? He's the whole mountain. It's Mount Carmel. And the top of Mount Carmel, Carmel Elijah Sandalphon, then he's the stairway. So he is the whole path out of any depravity and low-level lifestyle or wicked self-righteousness mm -hmm. of the Kabbalists. The whole freaking mess. Jesus is the way out of it back to the Father. Okay? So the prophets come and they help you find the path all the way back. So everything we're saying to you is so that everyone listening could get back on the path and start walking towards God, making progress in the Holy Spirit, in the holy angels, 
and the holy cloud of witnesses. Amen. And as you keep walking further and further, your mouth gets more and more accurate. Your feelings and emotions get more and more accurate according to how God's feeling about the situation you're in right now without your animal nefesh interpretation of your fallen nature. So as you continue to walk in the way, what does it say? Psalms 110, you're refreshed by the river of life, which means he restores your soul through actions, walking in the path, through the valley, rod and scepter, through the mountain. The mountain is where you become accurate in the prophetic. A lot of people, they just come off the internet, they watch the Vice documentary, not knowing that I've been trained in the highest level prophetic to be here in full-time ministry in existence in the universe. So I have like a hundred years of Assemblies of God, Charismatic Church, and Glory Stream wisdom imparted into me in the first 10 years of Red Letter Ministries, and they just watch the Vice documentary, and they come in straight off of drugs and alcohol. You have to go through the valley and the mountain. That's why there's been so much misunderstanding, and that's part of God's plan anyway, just to give people a taste of supernal righteousness. Now when you come to the mountain and have all the mature prophetic in you, now there's a much greater maturity, as it's written. Moving beyond elementary things, we advance towards the training in righteousness, if God permits. Mm-hmm. If yad heh and the kings of those circles, the mm-hmm. kings of those encampments of angel armies, permit. Because mm-hmm. they're the ones you have to please. Because they're the ones reporting back to the Father mm-hmm. about you. Truth, anyhow. That's true. Yeah. You'll, you'll see the cloud of witnesses. You'll encounter them. Whether you're sensitive or not to it, you'll encounter the angels, the kings of the sapphire stones. And you can get about as high as Netzah based on your own merit of righteousness and obedience. But when it comes to entering into the sun, it's if God permits. God knows the heart. So we have to humble ourselves to learn his ways and uh, some of you you want acceleration you're dealing with the mountain you want to get up the mountain so you can get you want to go to space mm, yeah? yeah there's a shortcut up the mountain raise your hand if you want to know the shortcut up the mountain Anybody want to know a shortcut? Uh, all right, all right. All right. This has been around for some time. Lay it on thick. This shortcut through the mountain is the judgment seat of Christ. Basically, <laughs> just what Brandon's been teaching. <laughs> That's a shortcut. Yeah, right through him. Yep. So, uh, Rick Joyner, the book, the, you know, one of the books, The Final Quest, I think, talks about the shortcut. He meets the eagle, and he's talking about all these shortcuts in the mountain. And uh, yeah, there are shortcuts in the mountain, mm-hmm. and I found them because when I saw that, we do have people in Harlem that have taken those shortcuts mm-hmm. over the years. Yeah, yeah, people are going up. It, it absolutely. Some works. of you are up pretty high up the, the mountain. Like the, it's it's a it's a it's a. If it you is can a, handle judgment, man, you rise up like a rocket ship. That's why I'm like I love the mountain people. I I I love the mountain. You love the high place in the mountain. You're, you're climbing, you're finding the shortcuts. And short, not just, Satan's shortcuts are not like God's shortcuts. Satan's shortcuts are climbing the ladder mm. of success, stepping on the people, <laughs> and just me, myself, everything, you know, selfish. And you're not taking the time to build the character. Mm. Or you're not making the right decisions 
right? Some, some things of time, it takes time to build character. Other things, it's your decisions that you make that build your character and they change your mind, right? Even if you just look at a purely nefesh psychological standpoint of sanity versus insanity, it's all on a scale. And what do they teach in nefesh psychology? The choices that you make make you go a little bit more and more one way or the other, more towards insanity, more towards sanity, mm. by choices. Then you have the you know genetic predispositions of the sinful nature. Everyone's born into the fallen world. You have the uh, nature and nurture, right? So you have the genetics. You have you know did something mutate the genes or something. You have uh, nurture, which is what kind of environment did the child grow up in? Was it nurturing? Uh, was it dangerous? Were they constantly facing danger? So all those things, but God's mercy, God's grace, God's said, coming down like living water, if you make choices, how you respond to the environment, how you respond despite your limitations of the brain, maybe you're born with, uh, you're on the uh, autistic spectrum, right? Maybe you, you have some uh, ADHD or autism related to the demonic interference through your bloodlines from sin, and you're born into that, and you couldn't change that, but what you can do is you can decide how you choose to respond to the glory and let God be the healer of your mind. Maybe it's difficult for you to understand how to do basic things in technology or basic instructions you go into the fear you know or you worry about mental health how you choose to respond to god's glory god's word his written and spoken word you can let him be the healer of your mind and even before the full healing comes you can choose obedience because you don't here's the glory of it you don't even have to be able to read you don't even have to be able to understand cognitively the higher things because the mind maybe it's there's something that's not working quite quite right yet don't worry about that you can perfectly obey god with the capacity that you have right now and maybe there's that part of you that there's just something that doesn't work right in the mind you know you've had it for since you've been born or something happened to you and and you lost something of your mind or something is just not working right or how you feel, you know something's not right, and, and it's grieved you, and you don't feel like there's a way for you to communicate how you're really feeling or what you're really thinking, it's frustrating, communicating with others, receiving communications, that's okay. That doesn't matter. You can still perfectly obey the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ without any other additional abilities of your own. You can love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your mind exactly how it is right now and all your spirit and your spirit stir it up you can follow the impulse of the holy spirit when he tells you to do something you can do it whether you understand it or not when you get up and take action based on holy ghost obedience you're making choices to react to his glory to please the holy spirit oh yeah and the mind of the Holy Spirit is perfect. His mind for you is perfect. He's going <laughs> to heal your mind as you walk up sapphire stones. He's got a new mind for you. 
He's got healing in your heart for all those times that people didn't understand your the true intelligence that you really have on the inside, but you're not able to communicate it. Yep. No one's ever been able to see how, how smart you really are because something happened to you. Don't worry about that. God knows you and he loves you and he's chosen you and he's picked you out for a special mission for you to carry out. And so it's not what man thinks or perceives how smart you are or how capable you are. Whether you have abilities or not according to man, when you please God with what you have right now, you can be comforted by the sweet presence of the Holy Spirit. You can watch the angel of Shekinah, the Holy Spirit, dancing in the lights above you every night before you go to sleep, watching that sparkling glory, that Shekinah glory. And you know the presence of God is there in that place, and you're loved and you're accepted, and he's got a new plan for you. He's got a new mind for you. He's got hope and joy and love and a bright future for you. And it doesn't matter what anyone has ever told you because you have the Holy Spirit. And not only that, you want to please Him. Mm. That's all you need. I whacked my spirit so hard I started speaking in cherubim. Mm. Oh, yeah. As is written, they will speak in the tongues of angels. Mm. Pleasing the Shekinah is pleasing cosmic Holy Spirit. The Shekinah is the cosmic, cosmic. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit on earth, yeah, he's everywhere. He's on earth, he's in heaven, he's in all seven heavens. He is Yadevave. Holy Ghost is Yadevave. And he has the whole expression of Jesus and the Father in him. And through the cloud of witnesses and through all the holy angels, including archangels. So it doesn't get any better than Holy Spirit, except that he begins to enculturate you into his kingdom into his kingdom, changing personality. If you have some stuff wrong with you, it'll change your mind, it'll change your thoughts, it'll change your actions, your, your attitudes, your morality. It'll change your culture. See, the Holy Ghost is the apostle of apostles, <laughs> which means he's enculturating you. So when you're in Jerusalem, you can do as the Zionists do. And there's a Holy Ghost Zionism without Jewish racism here of those who are the mm -hmm. true brothers and sisters of Jesus Christ. And what's really exciting is God has shown me visions today of how all the self-righteous Kabbalists will be consumed by the righteous of Jesus Christ Kabbalists. These are those that Bob Jones prophesied will go to the stars, mm -hmm. will go to the Sephirot. And the devil sees those that are going to rise on stars, the potential, because it's in millions now. This youth generation is called to the stars. Joel's army is called to the stars. The one billion soul harvest is into the stars. Truth, anyhow, it's into the Sephirot. So that's how it works, people. And he, he knows, I'm talking about the devil, he knows that you're first fruits. He knows I've been pioneering this for the last 20 years. That's predestined for ordained. So I've been pioneering. So if you are listening and learning from Rebecca and I and Red Letter Ministries... He knows your first fruits. Mm -hmm. And that's why your life is the way it is. That explains everything mm -hmm. about your existence from when you were conceived. Satan really hates you. <laughs> so now, now that that's cleared up, that because you're called to be the first fruits, 
on sapphire stones. That's why everything happened in your whole life that way. Now, you get really radical in the training and you begin to really do damage to all of the stuff that did damage to you that tried to stop mm -hmm. you from rising on sapphire stones. That will pave the way for others to come after you. Every single one of you has first fruits. Every single one of you is a pioneer. You are pioneering in your house, in your neighborhood, in the office, in the marketplace, at the gas station. You are pioneering in the whole universe. As long as you're under these kings and their realms, which are their circles or their camps, and you're obedient in those camps of David and Elijah Sandalphon, and you're obedient in all God has commanded you to do, then you keep rising. And you keep opening it up for those around you. Then they come into the circle. What's the circle? The realm of glory. The, the circle is mm -hmm. called the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is like a circle. Bob Jones says, it ain't square. I saw it. I saw it. He says, it's like a circle. It's a sphere. That's what he said. Direct quote. It's not the cube of revelation. It's a, it's a sphere. What the, what the kingdom is, he's referring to Malkut, the sphere of of new earth mm -hmm. he's, he's dealing with yasad the sphere of new moon because mm -hmm. new heavens means new moon <laughs> which means no witchcraft no sorcery no self-righteous luciferians no daughters of the eastern star no job daughters mm. no masons nothing no cults literally kingdom only and this is actual kingdom reality and all the other counterfeits are outside the circles outside the city gates and you go from glory to glory, circle to circle, and you get progressively circumcised in your souls as you rise from the dead. You are the predestined, foreordained children of the resurrection. And because they are the children of the resurrection, the angel-like sons of God, therefore, they shall never die. Luke 20, mm. it is written, which means the conquering of death, the last curse to be swallowed up, is by your rising on sapphire stones. Now on this sapphire stone of earth, new earth, new Malkut, mm. you are being circumcised in all of your feelings and emotions, especially towards the opposite sex. Mm -hmm. All that stuff, guys, in your eyes is the continuous testing of obedience to King Elijah and King David. You know how King David became the eternal king of the sphere of Malkut, he did not touch the most beautiful woman in the world as she warmed him in his old age, the Shulamite. That's why it's written in scripture. He did not touch her in any way. There was zero lust in King David, and that was the only reason why God named the very new earth after him, Tabernacle of David. Tabernacles of David. The eternal jubilee of King David. Because he had zero lust in his heart, zero lust in his hands, zero lust in his eyes. Zero, guys, zero. In Jesus' name. So submit to King David. He's right here in the cloud of witnesses. Submit to mm -hmm. King Elijah. He's right here in the cloud of witnesses. Submit to Rebecca and I. We're right here in the cloud of witnesses as well. In this great mm -hmm. cloud of witness called the kingdom of heaven. And you will rise on sapphire stones and be so blessed. <laughs> you be so blessed. The, the blessings of those who rise, now you don't, earn, you don't deserve any of it, but if you're faithful to David, if you're faithful to Joseph, Joseph shares his inheritance with you on the moon. Mm -hmm. 
Abraham shares his inheritance with you on Jupiter, on his said. That's how it works. If you're faithful in those realms, you share in their inheritance through Yadevave. And it's all Jesus Christ, and I, they got it from Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. but they're Jesus Christ kings of the King of Kings. Mm-hmm. It's important to have that balance. No matter what you do, you could never earn it and deserve it, but God still expects you to go through the merit, to go through the obedience to the instruction. So you still have to do the works of the realms of action. You still have to do the works of the realms of faith, which is the sapphire stones are the realm of faith. So you're required to take action to have obedience. But no matter how much you merit, the only new covenant righteousness is that unmerited favor. So you have to have that perfect balance of works and faith. How did Abraham show forth his faith? Amen. He, obe- he, he heard what God said. He did what God told him to do, and it was credited to him as righteousness. Look at the high priest ephod. Okay, 12 stones. Okay, Bible. Now, go and zoom in on all 12 of those stones and super magnify it through the whole cosmos. Mm. Staying inside the camp is staying inside those stones. That is your behavior. That is your voice. That is your thought life. That's your attitude, your emotions. Stay within the stones. Those Mm -hmm. are the the sapphire stones. Those are the Kabbalah circles of the kings of the kingdom Mm -hmm. of heaven. And if you stay within the stones, you're safe and protected. If you're Mm -hmm. outside of those stones of the ephod of the body of Christ, Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ's righteousness, you have little to no protection, especially as mm-hmm. you rise when the fallen angels say, hey, he's he or she is outside of the gemstone of the ephod of Jesus Christ, which means I have legal right to slit their throat while they're sleeping. Now you can say, oh, no, that's how it works. Mm-hmm. If you are not in that stone, there's grace. Now there's grace in the cosmos too. It's not just, oh, we're going to die. But if there is continued disobedience in the cosmos, mm-hmm. you will surely die. But if there's repentance in the cosmos and softening of heart because mm-hmm. the judgment is so much stricter, you go right back mm-hmm. into the gemstone. Now it's like, whoa, that gemstone's brighter in you. Mm-hmm. So this is how you learn celestially. It's the highest yeah. level of training in mm-hmm. the entire kingdom of heaven. And part of the difficulty for the for the human mind in that is most of the sins that you're required to repent of, you probably don't actually realize that it's a sin. So... The cosmic journey is understanding that you're about to repent for sins that you don't think or know or believe are sins. All the sins, cosmically, most of them are things that you do and that you say, the way you think, the way you treat others, the way you act, the way you respond, and what voices that you listen to. The cosmic journey is all about eradicating those sins that you don't know are sins or you don't think are sins. So... It's not going to be just basic repentance. Basic repentance mm-hmm. is the mountain. Mm-hmm. The sins that you know are sins, you overcome those to get up the mountain. Truth. And then the cosmic realm is overcoming the sins that you don't think are sins or you don't know are sins. And there's exactly a Exactly right. Yep. And so that's why you need someone other than yourself in your leadership and your uh, army, your squadron, squadron, to refine you because you're not going to know what that sin is. You're not going to think you're sinning. You're like, well, how can the enemy do this? How can the enemy do that? Platoon and company. It's going to require the irritation of your soul being told that you're sinning by doing something you think is righteousness. But what you think you're doing to protect yourself, 
So you, it, it takes great humility and care for one another. You must walk in love. This is a company, a squadron of men and women who are humbling themselves to leadership and humbling themselves to each other for the correction of those things. This is all branches. Yep, that we don't know, that you don't know yet that are sins and it's a very fine refinement so you're learning and we had that witness charlie what was his name that went to the i always robinson charlie i always forget his last name charlie (laughs) robinson when he had an experience getting caught up to the seventh heaven and you know the perfume oil and things like that when he came back he saw at some point after after that experience i don't know how long after he had an experience where he saw words stacked up on people's heads mm. i've seen them we had that happen in joel's bar one night and i saw all the sins written now they were blurred out don't worry i didn't look closely either because i don't care what it is you got i only care that out of all those ones that were stacked up on your heads you start to take care of them one at a time get just you got to make progress right it's not all going to be done in a day Day is like a thousand years, like a Sephiroth universe. Just start dealing with them. First, on Malkut, deal with the sins that you know are sins. If you still have sins in you that you know are sins, you're dealing with Malkut, and you're going up the mountain. So be made perfect to the measure that you can see what sin is in your life. Above that, to walk in righteousness, cosmic righteousness, you will have to deal with the sins that you're not able to see and you don't know that is sin or you may not think is sin. So we have testimonies, we have witnesses and on top of that, another witness is Bob Jones. When he got killed the first time, you know what he said? He has it recorded on video. I didn't think they could get me. He didn't think that they could kill him. (laughs) And I remember when we dealt with that demon, I was living in Texas I said, Lord, you know, this is a demon that killed Bob Jones. Am I all right? (laughs) Am I going to be? Because, you know, you have to understand, to pioneer this thing, the only reason I was isolated when I pioneered cosmic righteousness up into the moon and the sun, I had to deal with being alone in the sun for a couple of years. It was, and I think some of you might have an appreciation now for how difficult and dangerous that is. It was only the Lord's hand that sustained me. And even in that Uh, isolation, I still would fly out to Minneapolis for fellowship. I would still occasionally find somebody to go and have a lunch with. I would still video chat with friends in the drunken glory to stay connected. This is a movement now, Mm -hmm. too. Some of you just need to pack up and move and meet around other Sapphire Stone Christians that are serious. Yeah, so pray about it. Talk to the Lord about it. Yeah. It's going to change your life. And some of you, as you're getting ready to make that cosmic journey, when you're going up the mountain, once you start getting towards the top, like, you know, that showdown with the prophets of Baal and Jezebel, that's when it starts to get, you're coming out of the cave and you're ready for the showdown. It's the showdown on top of Mount Carmel. That's when things start to get real crazy. You're going to need to be around a squadron. We need people to start writing music about sapphire stones. Joanne McFadder mm-hmm. had a song about sapphire stones. Yeah. I have all of her albums. She Let never, me know. I make she up never me- recorded it, guys, because it is to be recorded yeah. by this generation who begins to walk on sapphire mm-hmm. stones. Yeah, let me know if you're uh, into making music. I make up new songs about sapphire stones constantly. 
And so if you have musical ability, uh, just start like recording that. stuff. Yeah, just make. Just I mean, as you begin to rise and live in the camp of Elijah, mm-hmm. live in the the camp of King David, and yeah. begin to ascend through everything we've taught mm-hmm. you, you will have a song in your heart. There's going to be musicians mm-hmm. in this Joel's army. We haven't even heard anything yet. I mean, I honor mm-hmm. some of the Christian music, some of the Christian music of the Church Age and the Glory Stream. Most of it is trash. Yeah, it's absolute trash covered in slime. Mm. So we need some really, really supernal, mm-hmm. holy, rich, mm-hmm. glory-filled music. That's why the Holy Spirit loves summer camp, because the Zadik was singing about the sapphire stones and Jacob's ladder. Whether they mentioned it or not, it was that glorious glory. But Joanne McFanner, one time yeah. I was at oh, a, yeah, a conference, and she, for like 15 minutes, I mean, we were like caught up so high singing a whole song that she had wrote. About Sapphire Stone. Steve, Steve Swanson was there, mm-hmm. uh, Corey Ash, Asbury, and uh, Joanne McFadder. And I, and I asked her after the service, Joanne, that is the most anointed song I have ever heard in my life. This is like 12 years ago. Dancing on Sapphire Stones. Where can I get it? She's like, well, I've never recorded it. It's like, oh, man, oh, my God. No, so listen, guys, it's never been recorded. Yeah. It was the highest pinnacle of the glory stream. Never recorded. And it was never recorded. Because you guys are called to go higher and record it. Amen. 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 Make some good music. Amen. Yeah, let's do it. So let's, I feel tonight we need to give an offering to the Elijah Kabbalah Circle. For inside mm-hmm. the camp of the circle of Elijah. So if the Holy Ghost and the Spirit of Elijah and the angels are upon you, and pricking you to be inside that circle, give an offering for the house of Elijah. That is the appropriate thing for the wisdom and the word that's come forth tonight, an offering for the house of Elijah Sandalphon of New Earth Malku in Jesus' mighty name. Be blessed as you give. Click the links in the description, and we'll see you tomorrow. Uh Amen. Amen.
For another mystery? Easter egg. Easter egg. Oh, did you stick around? I stayed after the credits. Marvel egg hatch. Oh, hatch. You're gonna hatch. Rock off. You're gonna break the shell of Malkut. You ever wondered about, man, what are these eyes single and full of light? And what am I supposed to be doing with my life? Let's take a look at the new world's chart. Here's a cosmic mystery. If your eye is single, and full of light. How is your eye going to be single? Does anyone remember what sapphire stones represent the eyes? Don't worry, I'll tell you. And Hakma and Bina. Hmm. Those represent the eyes, and those are two. But if you understand that wisdom and understanding are not separate in Christ, but they are one, that is the mystery of the gathering of the stones, a.k.a. the Jesus Dash. From Bina to Hakma. And if those two are one, then you have Keter. Mm. It is the marriage of understanding and wisdom, not as separate, 
male and female. Before he brought Eve out of Adam, he created Adam. He created them male and female. They were still one. Now he wants them in separate bodies, but spiritually one. Understanding and wisdom. And when those two eyes are single, they will be full of light. And that is the light of Keter, which is what? Doing the will of God requires the marriage mm -hmm. of understanding and wisdom. And those seven on the left are those seven Keters, which is the eye single and full of light. That is the seven eyes of the Lamb of God of Revelation. Mm. <laughs> so in NASA, our eyes to his seven ketters. Amen. Seven eyes of the lamb. Amen. <laughs> See you guys tomorrow. Yeah.